What's up, y'all? Hope everybody is well. This is going to be a little bit of a rough episode because I'm sitting here recording this on my cell phone and I've got no intro, no uh, editing. I'm sorry, this is a little rough around the edges, but I was inspired to post just a quick message that I think may help a few people and uh, want to just get it up. So sorry for the quality of this episode. Bear with me. I want to talk a little bit about um, how to justify your fee because I think a lot of people are suffering unnecessarily on this topic. I know I did a few times and I adjusted my process to one that I think may be of value to some people out there. Um, you know, to kind of set some context here, it's it's a tough business with a lot of risk and not super high margins. We all know that. And we have clients who are about to give us gigantic sums of money when they're looking at signing contracts with us. You know, if they're building a new home or remodeling, it might be the biggest investment of their lives. You know, so goes that cliche. I think it's oftentimes true, but for one reason or another, it seems like with contractors, clients tend to negotiate more. My theory is it's just because they see the number and it's scary and, and it feels like something that is amorphous or something that is, for whatever reason, easier to approach from a negotiation standpoint. And uh, I think it's natural. I think it's, it's something that looking at it from the client's perspective, we can understand. Um, but looking at it from our perspective, you know, uh, any sort of hit to our margin is is uh, a powerful hit. It it can take a lot, even small movements, and that's because you know our margins are comprised, obviously, of of or our fees are comprised of our net profit margin, and then our our fixed and variable overhead that we have going uh, into the margin, or I should say, getting paid from the margin. So uh, whenever we take a hit, it's the, it's the net profit, right? That, that ends up shrinking because that, that fixed and variable overhead stays the same. Uh, and, that's the, and that's the problem. And uh, I think that the solution is, is, is this. I'll try to lay it out somewhat uh, uh, meth- methodically here. Um, you know, there are several ways to strike our, our contracts with either fixed price or, or um, time and material or, or, uh, or cost plus. There are some ways with fixed price to where you don't have to present your fee. I don't know if anybody out there does that. I know a few people who do. Um, but uh, the idea when you don't present your fee, I think there's some real benefits and advantages to that. But a lot of times clients end up feeling more comfortable when they see like, you know, line item budget completely broken out, including your fee, even if it's fixed price. Uh, that's what I do. We typically do fixed price on our end and we'll show everything. And the reason why is because, um, if they've talked to other builders before they decided to go with us, or if perhaps if, uh, uh, it's us and one other builder that they're looking at and we've decided to bid it, um, they may feel a little bit more comfortable seeing 
uh, more transparency. Um, my goal in the future is to is to try to move away from that. I at least want to experiment with it and try to just put some lump sum pricing in there and just break out allowances, which uh, just as a side note, we also try to eliminate. We just see them as question marks. And the more question marks you have when you go into a project, the more opportunity for problems. But um, let's put that aside for now and let's assume that you are presenting your fee to clients and they see that, uh, whether it's fixed price or or another type of contract. Um, that's obviously where the where the negotiation comes in. They see some to them what looks like a gigantic fee, and it's hard for them to justify it. They think, well, I can buy a new car with this, or two or three new cars with this fee that I'm paying. This seems like a ton of money. And I've had uh, builders that have told me the same that they mm, regularly get negotiated just because they get um, sticker price shock from the the clients when they look at the budget and then they see what they think the builder's making. And it's natural for a client to look at that fee number and, and forget about all of the overhead that goes into it. Beyond that, I don't even think that, that if you're not in this business, you can even remotely begin to understand the other hidden invisible expenses that... Um, are accounted for with your fee, such as warranty, liability, uh, other kinds of, of more intangible risks, etc. Um, so clients try to negotiate you down when they see that fee. A lot of times people will put in just a percentage of cost as their fee, and that's fine. Nothing wrong with it. Um, but I decided a, a while ago to, to kind of turn the theory on its head and, and work backwards in a way. And the way that we do it, um, which I feel like from a, from a logical perspective um, and a defensible perspective, is a little harder to negotiate against. And again, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to lay out the facts to our clients and create them as facts that are defensible from all points and perspectives um, and true and honest and 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 then we're in a position where it's harder for somebody to negotiate against us. And the way we do that is we say, all right, well, we, we bid the project, we get all the, all the costs, uh, from our trade partners and we build the budget. And then from there we say, okay, well, another cost of building this is the overhead to, to build it. And so we line item out all of our, our overhead that, again, is, you know, paid from that fee. And we do our best to estimate. It's just a rough estimation and allocation, as everybody knows. Um, but we'll estimate, you know, the cost of our uh, liability insurance for the project, our project management, how long we think it's going to take, how involved we think it's going to be, um, back office supervision, bidding, purchasing, estimating, etc. cetera, um, general administrative, all of those kinds of things we will um, try to estimate out to so our variable and fixed overhead. We'll try to simplify it into like three or four lines that we have listed under what we call general conditions and overhead. Um, and we will take our best estimate, put it in there. And from there, we will then apply what we call our net um, builder fee. Um, 
you could also call it your, your profit margin or whatever if you wanted to, but we'll, we usually call it just our net builder fee uh, from a, a perception perspective. And that is um, the target profit margin that we need to make on the project. And that fee is a, um, is a result of all of the costs in the, in the project such that uh, we will make uh, somewhere between an 8 to 10% net profit margin on it. Um, so we'll get our net profit margin plugged in. So whatever your net profit is, whether it's 8, 10, 12, whatever you feel like you um, need to charge or want to charge, you put that in there and you calculate it from uh, everything else such that, again, the total budget would result that your net fee at the bottom would equal your, your target net profit margin. So that's the way we build it. And that right there accomplishes several things. One, rather than a, a just straight huge lump sum number, clients begin to understand that there's a ton of overhead and expense that uh, goes into building a home. And so it shrinks, so it, it bifurcates your fee into overhead and, and net profit margin. Uh, which I think helps from a understanding and a, again, just a general perception. Now, um, the, the way that we will typically justify our, our overhead is we explain, listen, we do this a little different. We try to back into this. Um, we have a, a pretty good data set of all of the um, different costs that go into building a home and we know uh, very well about how long it's going to take and all of the different steps. So uh, we try to bid on, on the tightest schedule that we can such that we're um, allocating to your project as little overhead as we feel like is, is reasonable to do. Um, and then in talking about the profit margin, we explain, listen, in this industry, for a builder to be solvent and to maintain a reasonable level of profitability, that builder needs to make at a minimum, you know, 8% net profit according to um, industry standards. And uh, so that's why we plug that in there. And, you know, by the way, you don't, you don't want to be working with a builder who uh, isn't making a reasonable level of profit because they might not be around to um, a service your home after closing or be even be around to, um, finish the project. Um, so there are plenty of ways to logically, um, justify that part of the, of the budget. Um, you know, one thing you can do if you do want, you know, our stance is we just, we just flat out don't negotiate that for me, that's a stance on a lot of things. Like for instance, we don't let clients bring outside vendors in and I've got my rationale and justification. I like clients for us. It works that clients see that we're fairly stingy with, um, with how we run our business, that we're very methodical with that. And, um, I think it, it buys us respect because they see that we are very procedural and process oriented. Um, you don't have to do that. If, if you do want to have a little wiggle room to where you can negotiate, you know, you could always have a little bit uh, higher profit margin, I suppose, and, and be willing to come down a few points. But the point is you need to know what that bottom line is uh, when you go into it and know not to, not to cross it. 
Um, so anyway, that is the, that's the general overall idea on how to justify your fee. I hope this has helped, uh, a few of you. Um, uh, it definitely has, has worked well for us. So if anybody has any questions, let me know. Otherwise, hope everybody is well and, uh, we'll talk soon.